Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, it's Caroline Stephen. Last week on Talking Trading, we met Tiffany Jacobs, the young woman who grew up homeless on the streets of LA, but as a teenager met the inspirational teacher Erin Gruhl and showed Tiffany and her classmates how to rise above their underprivileged backgrounds to create lives of opportunity and empowerment. Hollywood took Erin Gruhl's story to the silver screen with Patrick Dempsey and Hilary Swank, And Tiffany and her classmates, after publishing their journals about their lives, famously became known as the Freedom Writers. Tiffany now tools the USA as a Freedom Writer speaker, and she passionately advocates the importance of financial education and literacy. Last week, we heard Tiffany's story, and this week, we hear more about her personal drive and inspiration. Today, we discuss resilience, chasing goals, transformation, journaling, and mentorship. And I have to say, Tiffany really was a delight to speak with. Sometimes chasing stories leads you down unexpected rabbit holes, and Tiffany was an unexpected rabbit hole. She is an inspiring, achieving, motivated young woman who is dedicated to helping other people and has big things ahead of her, I think. So today, let's hear the second part of her story. But first, here's Louise Bedford in Mind Power. I've come across a new term and I am just using it everywhere at the moment. It's called quiddity. And quiddity is the inherent nature or essence of someone or something. So what is your inherent nature or essence? What do you stand for? Are you in line with your true values? You know, I even think that quiddity can be applied to different projects or different activities that you're undertaking. So as a trader, what is your quiddity? What is your true essence? Do you stand strong and follow your stops? Do you follow your written trading plan because it's a matter of integrity and that's who you are? What is your quiddity as a trader? I sometimes find that these simple little tricks, these tools can help just make me trade so much better if I incorporate them into my life. I hope you like the word quiddity. Think about how you can apply it to your life today. Think of how you can apply it to the people who are around you. I think we all need to hone our quiddity so that we can be the best trader that we can be. I'm Victor Sprandio, and I really enjoy talking trading. 
And here is part two of Tiffany Jacobs' interview. So you also public speak. The Freedom Writers Journal was released and it was made into a book and that's all your stories. And you Mm -hmm. go around and you speak and you share your journey. Yes, I do. Um, I have, I've shared my story a while since I was 14 years old. And um, now as an adult, I'm taking what I, what I learned through being a freedom writer and how to overcome, you know, extreme adversity uh, and, 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 and match them with the, the magic of, and beauty of financial education and how you can actually eliminate all that adversity you went through if you just kind of knew how money works and you had some financial literacy, uh, it, it would relieve a lot of people's uh, stress and angst and frustration uh, in so many households. There's a beautiful story that you shared of someone who stands out to you, someone in particular you've touched, and she had razor blade cuts and she came up to you and she said, thank you so much. Would you like to share that story? Wow, yes. Yeah. So, um, it, it, you know, I, I, I went to... The foundation, the Freedom Writers Foundation, to be the outreach coordinator, and uh, through that we wanted to build uh, a program where, because our book was anonymous, it had to be, didn't it, for the safety of you all? Yes, <laughs> yes. But as adults, we've learned so many lessons. We've, you know, gone to college. Um, we, we're emotionally more stable and and able to um, over overcome our past. So we wanted to break that anonymity and put a name to our story and say, yes, I was this diary entry and I overcame this. And so um, I was kind of the guinea pig for the outreach program. And I started to travel across the country. And, you know, I went to um, Indiana and um, and met um, a student after uh, sharing my story. She came up to me and um, she said that she had never had a hero. She never thought about having a hero uh, after her grandmother had passed away. And her grandmother was the only person that she felt love from. Uh, her mother was a prostitute and she would have different men come in to her house at all hours of the night. And so she had had some abuse happen to her and uh, she found relief through cutting and, um, you know, I, I got off the stage and she was the first person that was, was met me at the staircase and she grabbed my hand and pulled me to the side and uh, and she told me this story and she pulled up her sleeves and literally from her elbow to her wrist was about a hundred razor belly cuts. So some were healed, some were new and fresh. And I was, I was, I did, I was shocked. I just, I was trying to process, first of all, the the amount of razor blade cuts on her arms and then to process what she was saying um, and then for her to say, you're my hero. I haven't never had a hero since my grandma died. And now I'm, you know, 15 years old and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And by the way, she was a mother at 15 as well you know, with students um, making fun of her about her baby being taken away and, you know, her trying to still come to school every day because she knows that's the right thing to do. You know, if all the craziness, that's the stability that she has is to go to her classes every day and and to want to quit and give up every single day as well. But now she didn't want to because she heard my story. It completely punched me in the gut, floored me because, you know, after hearing 
Holocaust survivor stories. You you kind of like I said, I put my I put my own story into perspective. I had to come to terms with it, it wasn't that bad, you know, and it wasn't that bad for me not to succeed. It wasn't that bad for me not to do my homework and not to fill out that college application and apply for college. And, and it wasn't that bad for me not to graduate and, and to achieve my my dreams. But everybody's stories put your own into perspective. That's why it's so important to share. It's so important not to hold back and to make sure that you find resources in your community to to help you heal because there's another side. There's another side. You know, there's a, every every dark tunnel, there's, there's the end with the light at the end. And I think that uh, I, I would hope that I was a, a little spark of a light that she could see hope for her future, that out of all that I went through and I was standing before her proud of my past, proud of my present and hopeful for my future, that she could have that same feeling as well. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting choked up as well because, you know, I'm just little Tiffany from Louisiana who went through so much that so many other kids have went through, you know, but you don't realize that what's going on in households across the country, across the world. You know, the Freedom Writers Diary isn't just isn't just specific to America. You're in Australia. We have Freedom Writer teachers in India and in Africa and Canada and in, in New Zealand in Spain, in, in, in Rwanda, in so many places, people are gravitating to this book because it's giving kids hope to succeed beyond the things that they have experienced in such a young age. Would you advocate everyone journals? I would. I would. Um, journaling, you know, to me used to be <laughs> you get a gift as a journal and it becomes, you know, who called? Let me write a note down. That's who called. That becomes the notebook. Um, but I didn't take it seriously until I read the Anne, Diary of Anne Frank and Zlata's Diary, A Child's Life in, Life in Sarajevo, Bosnia, um, because it helped me to, first of all, tell myself it was okay and that it wasn't my fault what I went through to actually write down your story as you remember it. You know, nobody can validate what you went through. You're the only one that can say it's okay to yourself and it's going to be okay. You know, if someone's going through something and you try to sympathize with them and give them a hug, you're still not going to they may not it may not resonate enough for them to go home and 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 not be able to cry themselves to sleep or look themselves in the mirror but that was the first time i actually my thoughts and my heart were as one and i was writing to myself and i was saying these things happened and that's just reality so what am i going to do from there and it kind of made me think about Planning my life, journal writing to me is planning my life through my thoughts. And and as you continue to write, you think you're going to write about one thing and you end up writing about something completely different because your true feelings come out in writing. 
your true heart comes out, you know, about things that you that you, that you're um, experiencing in life. And so but you see your growth through writing as well. You know, I have like I don't know how many different journals and I'll open one from five years ago and I realized, well, wow, that Tiffany was kind of stupid in that area. She should not have talked to <laughs> You see yourself evolve through your journal writing and you see yourself mature and you're able to ask yourself the questions that you really you, you really need to answer in your own um, in your own thought process. So I love journal writing. I highly recommend it. If you've never started it, it feels weird at first. Uh, but after a while, you're, I, I crave it. I'm like, I need to write. I need to write. There's so much happening this week. I need to write. What happened this week and process it. Um, I'd, so. I'd like to ask you about failure or so-called failure, resilience, and what you yes. say to people when they're feeling low or beaten down. How do you raise them up? You know, I am um, I'm a spiritual person, and... When I everything's up against a wall and you feel like you've done everything, sometimes you have to realize the battle is not yours. You know, I love this song by Yolanda Adams, The Battle Is Not Yours, because you realize that, yes, you're on a journey, you're on a purpose, but that purpose is for a reason. And sometimes you have to take a step back and and and, and kind of not be so uh, anxious in the moment Um in order to resolve things because, you know, being resilient is all about resolving a problem that made you fall down. So you got to pick yourself up again and you have to, um, I, I believe meditating is, uh, essential, uh, you know, taking a moment in the morning to really, um, stop and, and listen to your own thoughts uh, is very key in being resilient. So you have to ask yourself what you want and realize you only have one life. So all the expectations from everybody around you may be coming and so much pressure, but at the same time, you have to listen to your own voice, hear what you want and, 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 and stick to that. Stick to your, stick to your guns, stick to your morals, stick to your boundaries, stick to whatever it is that has you passionate enough to believe in yourself and believe you can do something. And if you believe you can do it, that there's no amount of trying that makes you a failure until you achieve your goal. So I read that you're big on writing down goals and I am too. It always astonishes me how it works. What do you say about writing down goals? You know, I write down goals every single day. <laughs> you know, every Monday morning, I write down my goals for the week. I plan what I'm going to do for the week. Um, every single month, I want to write down um, my yearly goals and, and, and adjust them accordingly because then you confirm what your monthly goals are supposed to be. Um, we all have dreams, but they're, the, you know, one one thing I heard at one of my financial literacy classes was, you know, a dream without action is a tragedy mm-hmm. because, you know, that someone told me that, you know, a graveyard is full of, of, of dead dreams. And that's not where you, you want your all your hopes and dreams to be um, because you thought about them and you hoped and you, you thought about how they would come out and you never did anything to make them come true. You never picked up a phone. You never sent an email. You never wrote down a plan. Um, 
And so I want to, if I have an idea, I write it down because I know if I write it down, I can make a plan out of that plan. I can find the resources for that plan. I can find someone who has something to do with that subject to help me um, and I can achieve that goal. And so um, my brain races a mile a minute. And so I do have something that I want to do. I take action right away because um, so many things also happen. You, you forget so so often too. And so it's important to write down everything. And so my phone is my best friend, especially the notes section. Uh, I have categories for everything and plans for everything. Um, so I like to, I'm a person that likes to get things done. I like to check off a box and say, yes, that's accomplished. I finished that this day. Are you living a life of your dreams? You know, I, I'm living a life of... I don't know yet. I, I, you know, I, that is yet to be determined right now with what I'm doing. I'm so excited that uh, I'm still in a learning curve, a learning process, but I see a vision for myself that will be phenomenal. I think I am. So I would say yes, not, not I don't know. Yes, because all, a lot of boxes and a lot of composition books have been checked off. And I know I've done a lot of things um, to help people. So I, yes, I am living the life of my dreams. I've got a few quick questions for you. Yes. What inspires you the most, Tiffany? What inspires me the most is uh, transformation. I love seeing someone transform and I love the process of transformation. Um, seeing someone who has nothing, seeing that spark, that aha moment, like, oh, I can, I can actually get it together. I can plan my life and I can have purpose and I, I can do something greater than myself and actually see them and help build them to put those plans into action and see that look of joy on their face to, to look back to see where they came from. I love transformation because I have transformed into a person that I am proud of. You know, I'm proud of what Aaron has taught me to believe in myself. I'm proud of taking every opportunity that was presented to me um, because I had nothing and I had to take that opportunity to, to level up a little bit. Uh, and every level up helped me level up a little bit more and be polished and professional and the person you see today. And so um, transformation inspires me. Seeing people having a goal, being laser focused to achieve it and, and, and doing everything necessary to achieve it inspires me. In your amazing talks that you give around the country, what would you say to someone who's struggling right now? I would say to first ask yourself what you want. Because if you ask yourself what you want, many of your struggles might dissipate because your focus and your goals will be truly for what you want. Um, and I would say to one of my CEO, you know, she told us to draw a picture of ourselves and write inside of it the person that you hope to be, the person that you ultimately want to be, the perfect quintessential you, you know, and from there you will be inspired to meet that person one day 
and say, I am that person one day. I'm that ultimate entrepreneur. I'm that ultimate mother. I'm that ultimate business person, you know. Um, and then you got to ask for help because if you're struggling, obviously it's not working out. <laughs> From what, what's been going, what you've been doing before is not working out. <laughs> So you have to find a mentor. You have to find someone who knows better, who have done better, who are successful, you know, in where you want to be and mimic them, duplicate that, duplicate their work ethic, duplicate if they get up early in the morning and and how often do they go and and try to network and find jobs. And, And it depends on your struggle. Every struggle is different. But find someone who has been successful overcoming what you're trying to overcome and do and 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 ask for advice and see, you know, you don't have to take every every advice, but you at least see the opportunities of where it could open doors in your own struggles. I really don't want to let you go. Do, <laughs> do you have a final piece of advice for listeners about pursuing dreams? Yes. Um, every dream costs something. And you have to be willing to sacrifice to achieve those dreams. You know, we all want that big house. We all want the fancy car and we all want a loving relationship and the kids and the dog and the, and the, and the, and the, but guess what? There's taxes and inflation and every one of those things is going to hit you over the head with a dollar sign. So it is important to save, protect and grow your money so that you are, you can plan for all of those dreams that you want to achieve without struggling or feeling that they're unachievable because you don't have, you know, people don't listen. The world doesn't listen to poor people. So it's very evident, unfortunately. Tiffany, where can people go to find out more about you and what you do, both on the Freedom Writers Front and the financial front? For financial literacy, you can actually take a a challenge. If you want to see how financially literate you are, you can take the How Money Works Challenge. Uh, It's just uh, five questions. You get three out of five right to be deemed financially literate. And uh, you can go to uh, howmoneyworks.com slash Tiffany Jacobs. And you can take the How Money Works Challenge uh, and then visit my website from there to see what it is that I do. And my name is different. It's not like Tiffany, like the jewelry, the fancy jewelry. It's Tiffany, T-I-F-F-O-N-Y. O-N-Y. And what about your public speaking? Um, my public speaking um, is uh, just you can reach me at my email, uh, tiffany.jacobs at gmail.com and I answer every single question I'm a night owl I never sleep so if you send me something I will definitely respond quickly Um, but it's my personal email tiffany.jacobs at gmail.com Tiffany what an extreme joy to talk with you this morning what a font of inspiration you are thank you for allowing me to have this platform and share my story uh, with your community I really really appreciate you reaching out to me And that's it for this episode of Talking Trading. Thanks to Caroline Stephen for being our insightful, intuitive and warm host of the show. Thanks also to Chris Tate for being a superb business partner. I'm Louise Bedford and my email address is louise at tradinggame.com.au. 
As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people get in touch with us and people respond best to people that they know and care about. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it really helps other people find us. You'll also notice that we don't use sponsors very often and barely ever advertise. That's because we fund this. Chris Tate and I from tradinggame.com.au, we fund this show. So for us to keep on funding it, we need to get the word out to more people. And you're a big part of this. So make sure you tell people and give us fantastic reviews on Apple Podcast. If you'd like to get my Trading Made Simple five-part e-course, make sure you register on tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.